Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. We got the legend, Tom Fry, with us. Uh, Wean Dog is here, waiting for Tyler. Don, how are you? I'm good. You see my shirt? Trump, four more years, yes. And, and no shit, look at this, buddy. People's champ right here. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Let's go. Uh, unbelievable. Unbe- yes, unbelievable. We're taking uh, over, dude. Don Fry is here. Uh, Adam, you like- I don't know who I'm. I don't know who I'm. Hop aboard, I don't. Honest, I don't. I don't like. I don't, think, money on your wall. I don't think Joe Biden knows where he is right now. I, I, it's, I can't get behind Joe Biden. I don't want him wandering around the White House at like three o'clock in the morning in his underwear, you know, on like the front lawn. I'm a little nervous about Joe having Joe Biden. You so should be. I don't, don't worry. Know. We're not going to have him because Trump's going to win. It seems that way, right? This podcast has totally shifted to a political podcast by now. Yeah, All MMA has everyone, gone out the window. Last time everyone kept saying that Hillary was going to win. So uh, who knows what people are saying. You know, like, yeah. you know, Taylor, I'm so confused I, by a political stance, dude. I had just woken up out of my coma. And um, I guess a week or so before, I don't know. All I remember was uh, election day, and I couldn't follow – what everybody was saying and I thought she was winning and I went to sleep that night thinking oh man the world's over I'm gonna wake up in the morning and Hillary president and then when I woke up the next day they said Trump I was so fucking happy (laughs) you know what that happened a lot of times during your fights too like you were losing and I went to sleep and then you came back and won so (laughs) I fell asleep too yeah I got to ask you about that because I went on, you know what? I was like, you know what? I miss Don Fry and I, I want to watch some of Don Fry's fights. Dude, your fight's unbelievable. I mean, not a boring fight Thank out you. of any of your fights. None of your fights are boring. I mean, all top notch, amazing fights. So. Thanks. I got yeah, some good opponents, you know. I'm a, I got really lucky. You know, no, back then, he had a. Had a been going, you know, had good good guys in the UFC, they all came to fight, and then the, and pride, you know, you were paid to fight, you weren't paid to go out there and try try not to lose, you know you were paid to win, or fight your way, you know from <laughs> uh, off, the, off the off the ground, you know Well, your first fight, they put you in up against a guy who's 400 pounds, Thomas Ramirez from Puerto Rico, they said he was. He said he was three hundred and zero in street fights. Um, right, right. Now, what's going through your head? That must have been fighting over the donut. Yeah, I thought, man, that's one big fat fucker, you know. <laughs> oh my god! And I thought, 
hey, this is great, you know. I'll, he's a local boy. He's a hero. I'll be the bad guy, you know, because a couple times in high school and college, you know, we'd go uh, wrestle at the opponent's place, and they would boo me. So I kind of like that boo. And then um, I saw Tank Abbott, you know, and I thought, well, hell, I'm going to be the new Tank Abbott. You know, I'll be the bad guy now. And it didn't work out that way. Funny, when I was in high school, too, I, I, I wrestled, uh, I think it was some tournament, Northern New England Championship, and it was the first time I ever got booed, like booed, like in the finals. And I loved it. I was like, this is yeah. awesome. This <laughs> is actually better than them cheering in some ways. So, uh, right, right. Um, now, your, your next fight against Sam Atkins. Uh, no, no, a lot of your fights, though, I was watching, a lot of your fights, you were doing things that aren't legal today, uh, which was pretty amazing. It was a fight. I mean, one fight, a guy was trying to take you down, and you grabbed the top of the cage. Not even the cage. The top of the right. cage. Right. You were, like, holding on for life and got off, but, like, got out of it that yeah. way. Oh, there are no rules. And um, that was against Gary Goodridge in the finals. And, I, you know, he scooped me up and I grabbed the cage. And John McCarthy said, let go of that cage. I'm like, no, there's no freaking rules. You know, <laughs> you know it's interesting. It's interesting. That's an interesting thing because they're trying to make it like a street fight, right? So are you saying in the street fight you can't grab the cage? And you can use the cage to right. take someone down, but you can't use the cage to defend. You know, like right. I always thought right. that was interesting. Like I can pin someone up against the cage, so they literally can't sprawl, they can't defend, none of that. But then they can't grab the cage, yeah. you know, like to defend themselves. Yeah. It's, it's a weird, it's a weird little rule. <laughs> yeah, you could use it in an offensive tactic, but not in a de defensive tactic. Yeah. Right. And then one of your fights, you had the guy down. And you were elbowing him to the back of his spine, like down here, just boom, boom, right? Like, were you trying to break the guy's back? That was that was Amari Vitesh, and it was tougher than nails. You know, that was UFC nine in Detroit, and um, yeah, I mean, I was just trying to temporarily paralyze him, or you know, or get after it because. That was, that was uh, you know, anything goes. I mean, yeah, you know, so I was trying to trying to win the fight. I mean, that was that was a great tactic, I thought. And then some of the sometimes you were hitting the guys in the ribs, and they pan out, and his entire rib cage was black and blue, like instantly, fucking black and blue. It, it was like it was oh, like yeah. when Rocky when Rocky beat that meat in fucking Rocky. What was it, two or three? When he was at one, when he was hitting meat, and you just That's all the, about that, dude. That's what, all about beating that that's what Don Fry was doing in fights. Don, so I always goes back to every conversation goes back to beating meat with you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but what fight was that where you could see the guy's rib cage bruise up? Uh, that was uh, 10, I think. Um, that idiot Mark Hall, you know? Um for once, I thought I had seen him fight in one of the earlier UFCs, and I thought he should have. I think in number three, and it's like he should have won it, you know. And um, but he didn't because uh, he he wasn't smart. And um, so I felt, you know, he's going to fight the great Don Fry, so I won't won't attack his face, you know. I'll take it easy on him. 
<laughs> and I wore myself out by doing that. that was stupid. Well, you beat him three times. This fucking guy went 0-3 against you. He must have been like, shit, why do I got to fight this guy again? That's rough. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, talk about having someone's number. Uh, and then when Tank, you fought Tank Abbott, Tank dropped you. Were you surprised how hard Tank hit? No, you know, um, I was surprised how stupid I was, you know, for all those years of training and, and sparring and competition. And I stood on both my heels, you know, and, uh, you know, you stand on both your heels and a little girl can knock you on your ass. Yeah. So what are you, what are you supposed to do? Stand on one heel or? No, no, stand off your heels. You stand on heels. Just like wrestling. Yeah. Balls you know, you stand the balls. Oh, oh, yeah, right, right. Right, right. I'm thinking the balls. You feel I'm confused. Right, right. Got it, got it, got it. The balls. I think I'm the heel. I'm a fucking. He confuses heels and his balls all the time. Balls. Yeah, yeah, 1,000%. Now, uh, now then, then there was a fight. The fight against Aki Bono, right? Now, you must be looking at Aki Bono as like this 500 pound Asian guy coming at you. And he almost did like a seven. 700 pound guy. And he was like, he was cornering you in the ring. It was like a splash. It was like when, uh, what's the name? You used to do this fucking. I mean, that must have been smothering. How do you not fucking tap to just the fucking the fact you have a 700 pound guy on top of you? Oh, man, I'll tell you what, it hurt because my back, you know, my back was, had, was already bad at that point. And when he would, bum rush me right to the into the ropes you know it just it'd it send a, that a shockwave down your legs you know of uh momentary paralysis you know and, oh, uh, <laughs> and yeah that, that one gets you a little nervous now what was your i mean you're fighting a 700 pound akibono what's your strategy going in there because you, you beat him in the third but i mean just leg kick? Was it leg kick and run? Because you didn't even run. You stood fucking trading with this guy. Yeah, well, uh, the, my Steve Owen, you know, my trainer, quarterman, he said, okay, you're going to jab, jab, jab. Uh, the, you'll kick to the opposite side and go, you know, take a step around him. You know, when I finally got my head on my ass, started doing that, you know, I kicked him and then, there's no stepping around that guy, you know. It was a 40-yard sprint, you know. <laughs> God dang. <laughs> I mean, how relieved were you when he finally fell down? Oh, man, I was so happy, man. I was so happy because I had bronchitis that fight. And oh. I just came back from um, a minor uh, drug dependency. So that was my first fight back, you know. So I'm so happy. So you get off, you're addicted to drugs. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking probably painkillers, knowing all the fucking punches you take. And they give you Aki Bono right. as, your, as your, I mean, you got to be like, this is the guy you're giving me as my comeback fight? A 700-pound Asian fucking beast? Well, actually, he was a uh, Hawaiian. He was a white Hawaiian, boy. Right, Hawaiian. You know? yeah, he yeah. was, uh, I don't know if he was Samoan too or just Hawaiian, but. You know, he's a big boy, really nice guy, too. Um, real name's Chad something. Um, uh, 
you know, shit. He just, I, I got up there, you know, for the pre-fight pictures, photos, you know. I just keep looking up, you know, <laughs> kind of like you do with every person you meet. <laughs> did you ever turn a fight down? Was there ever, did you ever say, no, I won't fight that guy? I don't think so. I don't think so. Like, nobody ever told you, like, hey, Don, this is a bad fight for you. Like, hey, Don, like, you know, this guy just might be a little bit, you know, nobody ever, you just said, fuck it. Whoever's in front of me is who I'll fight. What was what? So you're just like, fuck it. Whoever's in front of me, that's that's who I'll fight. Well, I mean, I'm supposed to be a fighter, right? So, (laughs) you know, fighter fights. Yeah, of course, but it seems like... I mean, with- nowadays, you get- yeah. nowadays, they call up say, hey, we have an event, you know, uh, on such such a date, you want to fight. You know, the, the your response would be yes, you know, but right away, these guys, are, their response is, who is it and how much, you know, and I really don't have enough time to train, I have this, I have that, you know, it's either yes you know, and then you do the negotiating or you had to give the phone to somebody else to negotiate for you. But you say yes, and then you start training. Now, you think guys just aren't built as tough as you are? Like, what what, what makes Don – like, did you always have that voice? Like, like what, did you cry? Like, 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 did I get to like <laughs> a baby Don Fry coming out of the womb? Like, give me some milk, mother. Fucking get over here. Like, fucking – and, like, you smack your mom on the ass. Like, like it just seems like – did you – was there ever a time that you were a pussy in your life? I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> if, if it was, it was a bad experience, and I, I put it away. It was a long time ago. I mean, I'm reading. I'm, I was I was watching Don oh. Fire highlights this morning, which is, I was so happy. And some of the comments were fucking hilarious, man. And uh, uh, someone someone said shows you how incredibly talented Freddie Mercury was. <laughs> <laughs> And then said, Fry, the second uh, one. I think Dan, Dan Sever looks like Freddie Mercury, not me. Yeah, yeah. No, not, 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 <laughs> I have not a different bone. Uh, someone said, Fry made his mustache out of Chuck Norris. That's the second one. Uh, <laughs> third one, it says, uh, uh, I think he would have fought a dinosaur if you can get one in the ring. <laughs> Somebody said, Fry made a Japanese guy look more Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little oh, racist, that's, but, but uh, that's funny. But, that's hilarious. Um, yeah. So, so I was lucky enough to watch his UFC debut in 1996. He beat my coach Brian Johnston. Afterwards, the two became friends. Don adopted the red, white, and blue shorts from Brian after Brian had a near life-ending neck injury and paralysis. I have mad respect and love for that guy. Is that is, is that is that true? Yeah, he had a stroke back in 2001. Um, I had kind of basically walked away from um, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling because, uh, you know, I was there for four years, and I still – that's how dumb I was. I still didn't understand how the the business culture worked over there. You know, they let you go, wait wait till the last minute, and then they sign you. And whereas I thought, hell, I got uh, two months, you know, to go to my contract expires and they haven't said anything, you know? So, and then I, so I called pride 
and started training for Pride. And while I was doing that, I got the phone call that Brian had the stroke, and they wanted to know if I would come and finish the tour for him. And so I did. And then on the last match against Scott Norton, um, you know, he did a clothesline, and I did some stupid-ass twist, you know, bump, and ended up popping my um, adductor muscle. Ooh. And um, so I waited two days and then went in and I pulled it real bad. So I took the rest of the week off, you know, before the fight. And uh, first first time in the fight, you know, he, he jumps on me, boom, and I go take him down and I blew it, you know, boom. My trainer said he could hear it, you know, explode over the crowd, crowd noise. Oh. What the hell was your result? No, no, I was talking about whether or not you uh, took Brian's shorts. But I'm I'm just reading the comments. Someone says, Don tried shaving his mustache off once. It it instantly grew back, no matter how many times he shaved it. Eventually, his razor dulled. He just gave up. Um, And then uh, someone says, time catches up to all of us. Don wasn't afraid of any living inside this solar system. Uh, He's a full in human form. Don has a cast iron face. Uh, Badass Don Fry. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, so, I mean, I'm a, a lot of people. Uh, I'm a white human form. Uh, uh, someone said you're a, I don't know what that was. It says somebody says G.I. Joe, Bazooka Joe, Sergeant Slaughter, and Jack Daniels DNA in one. Uh, he hired him to destroy all social justice. Uh, yeah, Hell so yeah. Yeah, a lot of people says uh, um, insert the, the, the real Rick Rude. <laughs> And then uh, the Wade Boggs of UFC. <laughs> so, yeah, man, a lot of people, a lot of people, uh, really the embodiment of testosterone. Uh, my favorite fighter ever. When porn stars lose control. Uh, so yeah, a lot of people like fucking. I don't think that you realize how many people you've inspired. <laughs> that fucking surprised you or something? A little bit. That surprised uh, you or something? It's surprising more that you have an orange house. So, uh, <laughs> hey, that way I can find it, you know. <laughs> so, 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 Don, when do you think men started becoming soft? Because you're you're from an era of just hard men that like are just manly men, and Tyler's a marine, so you're kind of a manly man too. Uh, when, when do you think guys? When did this process of guys becoming, you know? soft start and how do you change it what happened the generation after world war ii you know because those guys came back from the war and they'd seen everything so bad you know you uh, went one or two ways i mean you either you know hated your everything was like so tough and you're like you need to toughen up you need to toughen up or else you look at it and you go god you know you you need to have an easy, perfect life because of what I saw. So, yeah, you know, because after World War II, that generation, you know, all these flower child, all that bullshit, you know, yeah. they need to have their asses kicked. And now, now those morons are in charge of the government, you know? Yeah. Yep. So what's a day in the life of Don Fry right now? Oh, hell. Let's see. Wake up with my girlfriend. You know, she wakes me up with a blowjob and a cup of coffee. And, uh, <laughs> Every day? And, uh, this, yeah, this, she goes makes me breakfast. 
Uh, and she uh, gets my uh, gets my uh, towel, so I go out in the jacuzzi, you know. And then I get out. She dries me off, and gets me a cigar, um, you know, and starts make sure I have another cup of coffee. You know, starts preparing my lunch for me, you know, and clean up my clothes and all that. So you just you're just living the dream, huh? <laughs> Don Fry Don Fry is a fucking dream, baby. Yeah. Now, I where, love it. now where do you find I, I take it that a lot of girls wouldn't want to have this type of life, uh, where they just like sort of like girlfriends slash servants. Where, where where do you find a woman like that? Well, you just gotta convince them. You gotta be good enough uh a uh, monster in the bed, you know, that they're not going to let let you go. Okay, so you got to okay, so, do whatever they need. I mean, so how long do you go for? Like, uh, is it like a Takayama fight for you where you just bang, 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 bang until somebody falls? Or is it more of a slowly sensual? Well, we, we time it with a calendar. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you time sex, so you start on Tuesday and then you end on like Friday or wow, it's <laughs> amazing. Because I would think with all your injuries and your surgeries that maybe you'd be a little, it would slow you down a little bit. But it seems like it hasn't, huh? Oh, it has slowed me down. Otherwise, you know, I'd need three or four of them. You know? Yeah, yeah, Got yeah. How's that work? How do you go so long with a with a blown uh, adductor <laughs> and a messed up back? <laughs> uh, you know, my my body is jealous. You know, one part one part gets blown, the other parts went blown. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh. now, now, Don Fry, um, you, when you worked with uh, William Shatner, right, on those commercials. Just one, just one commercial. What was because I, I I hear horror stories about him. He's very arrogant. And he's kind of pompous. Was it was, was he nice to you? He didn't talk to anybody on the set. You know, oh. he came in, uh, started doing his thing, argued with the director a little bit, you know, <laughs> and then finished the scene. <laughs> That's bullshit, oh. man. You think that Don Fry he had respect for, like, right? I mean, Don Fry was. An American hero. Um, now, that, now, if you went to Japan, yeah. right now, would you be? Would you? Would you get mobbed in Japan right now? Do people in Japan still love you and still send you fan mail and all kinds of stuff? Well, I hope so. You know, I mean, I was there uh, February of last year, right? February, or March, something like that. I did did that one wrestling match. Right. Know? Right. Right. Um, yeah. Now, now, are you and Ken Shamrock friends? Because yeah, Shamrock still like seems like the weirdest fighter I've ever talked to. Like, I don't. It's hard to really know who Ken Shamrock is. Yeah, we're we're not friends. We're not enemies. You know, I mean, I haven't seen anything bad about him since the fight. So yeah, uh, that was the funniest press conference when you when you walked in wearing that Hawaiian shirt. Like you just yeah. got like off a cruise or something. Yeah. The funniest it was, it was be it was comedy. <laughs> ever. 
So, uh, so what do you think about a lot of fighters are against going during this pandemic? Uh, other people, Dana White says May 9th, we're having a fight. Uh, would you would have fought during this coronavirus, right? Damn right. Hell, I'll commentate if Dana, Dana or Mr. White needs a commentator. Mr. White, I'm available. <laughs> I would love that 100%. Dude, you were the best commentator I ever. Saw that one. I think it was during shark nice, fights. Nice. It was like you and somebody during shark right. fights would get drunk and then just talk about your own fights. If the fights were boring, they would just talk about their fights. Who was it? It was you and somebody awesome. else. Uh, Ron Crook and Boss Rudin. Yeah, you and Boz. That was the funniest. That was the best. That was honestly like that was we gold. Oh, they were fucking wasted, Tyler. We were sober. Oh, you were sober. Oh, we were, we were sober. sober. Well, you guys sounded wasted, and they would just talk about their fights, That's which was true. which was way more entertaining than the actual fights themselves. Like if the fights were good, they would commentate. If not, you just hear Boz and him just talk about how great they were. It was the best. It was, that was that was like man, like people don't realize how great that was. Like you guys would have. Can we find this somewhere? Is this still all like on YouTube or something? What was it? Shark fights? Yeah. I want to listen. Fights thirteen, right? Yeah, it was, it was Shark Fights thirteen. All right, so. Yeah, it was. Right. It was the one and only pay per view. Unfortunately, yeah. you know, because I thought I thought they had a real good product. They really did. I enjoyed going to Texas there, and I I thought you know they they did a great job. But um, I guess they just lost too much money. They listened to the wrong person or something, you know, and he had them spend too much money. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, but I think they they really they really have a good company. It's a shame that they. They uh, folded. So, uh, so Dana White is saying May 9th, they're going to have the event. Um, and he's talking about this card, which uh, looks like it's going to be an, a, a great card, by the way. It's you, right? It's uh, or is it? So, where, where's it at? Uh, we, we don't know yet. Supposedly, they're opening up a fight island, which um, uh, yeah. is an island just for fighting, or it's in Florida. Because anything goes in Florida, <laughs> or at an Indian casino at Tachi Palace. So it's, I guess it's it's narrowed down to that. But the actual card looks pretty good. Um, if it happens, you have uh, Gaethje versus Ferguson. Yeah, uh, two guys who are like throwback fighters, like yourself. Uh, who do you like in that fight, Don? Yeah, uh, I like them both, but I'll have to go with Ferguson. You know, Ferguson. Uh, Knows how to put the boots to people. Yep. Yeah. And then he has Dominic Cruz versus Cejudo on that card. Ooh. Oh, yeah? Who do you like? You know, you're late. I want you to be right on time from now on. (laughs) (laughs) It's so so hard to get good help now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. So you're like, gonna light itself. So you like uh, Cejudo or uh, or uh, Dominic Cruz? You know, it depends on which Cruz shows up. It really does. Um, I, I'm not, and I'm not talking the uh, physical injuries. You know, he he just mentally 
this might be hard for him to come back after all those years of injuries, and he's been out for so long. So that's going to be the major question, you know. But um, obviously, Cejudo's uh, you're a terrific wrestler, you know, criminy. Uh, so nobody can match him in that aspect. Uh, but Dominic, really, he's got he's that real good movement, the way he moves in and out and sideways. It's real confusing. And if Cejudo can't get can't get set in order to take that shot, you know, he's going to end up eating a lot of lefts. Yeah. Now, uh, now, uh, Fry, how come you never coached? Because it seems like you know a lot about the sport, obviously. Um, how come you never opened up your own gym or no. coached people? No. Nobody's ever asked me. Really? That's surprising. Yeah. Isn't that kind of surprising, Tyler? I mean yeah. – if yeah, to me. Yeah, if I was at, at a level where I was worthy enough to ask Don Fry to coach me, then that's certainly something I would do. But um, who else is on that card? Uh, do we have? Uh, think, I think Rose, right? You would think I'd have a couple. Yeah, yeah. Hey, is there any is there any way in your house you get better service, better Wi-Fi, or maybe go through the uh, the phone just because uh, it's a little it's a little spotty, right? You got are you spotty for you too, Tyler? Yeah, he's a little jumpy. Whatever. Um, I'm not complaining. Uh, that's me. I'm. I'm uh, <laughs> you know what? This my my girlfriend told me. My girlfriend told me this is the best spot to be. So I came up front. You know. Okay. Well, then, hey, man, you, you gotta listen to her. So, what do you think? Are you gonna put a ring on this one or what? No. Fuck no. <laughs> I, I'm out. I'm out for two. I'm not fucking over. That's that's enough. You've been married twice. Wait, I think you've been married once. You got, you got married twice? Yeah, I've been married twice, yeah. Uh, I know the last one was like you know, a disaster. And, yeah. A disaster? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, like, like I said, you know, about coming home from war, you know, you either believe everything everybody says or you believe nothing. And after my first divorce, I, I believed everything everybody told me, you know, just eating up information. And after this one, I don't believe a fucking word anybody says. <laughs> I think that's the way to do it, man. You just got to trust your own instinct. What yeah. about Ween Dog? You should get married. Yeah. Because if any girl I'm getting married, married a few times in my life. Wait, you, you plan on getting married a few times? It's, it's Yeah, it's most likely, dude. Most likely for, for the Ween. I, yeah, I, it's I, in I my future. Three wives in Ween's future, for sure. You know what's interesting, dudes? Uh, the UFC has filed 22 different trademarks for UFC Fight Island, uh, just Fight Island in general. So I think they're planning to do some big things with this island. And I personally don't think the fight is going to happen on May 9th. I think it's going to be a longer wait than that until we have UFC again. But what do you think they should ultimately do with Fight Island? Should they just host a UFC event there or should they like, make a TV show out of it? I think they would Where's keep, it at? keep it. Who the fuck knows? Where Nobody Fight knows Island where it is. is. Who? Nobody knows where it is. Where's where it? Nobody knows where it is. But like, yeah. if they're doing all this, all this work, it's not just going to be like to pull them out of a rut during the the lockdown. You know, it's like fuck it. If we have the island, might as well use the island. Oh yeah. Maybe new Ultimate Fighters on the island. Survivor and Ultimate Fighter. That'd be fucking amazing. Oh. Yeah, I think if you lose, it's going to be real hard getting. You got to get your own food. 
You have no shelter and you fight every week. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> now, Don be Fry that. will be the host. That would be great. Don Fry should Don host. Fry's the host. Uh, seriously. He's the ref. Don Fry's Fight Island. Like, that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be, yeah. That would be interesting. I'd have to... I'd have to go there a couple months in advance to interview the car girls, right? Yeah, a couple <laughs> months in advance. You need that. Be thorough. You got to be thorough. Yeah, I think, Don, you're at that yeah, age where you can creepy things and, like, it doesn't – like, if you were younger and said the shit you said, people would get upset. But you're older, so women just laugh at you. Yeah. But then you're being – I can't tell <laughs> you if you're serious or not because I, I think women are just like, oh, that he's like the uncle, the creepy uncle, ha, ha, ha. And you're like, yeah. But I think that, like, I, I don't know. I, I feel like eventually a girl's going to settle you down. But you're gonna, not going to say stuff because like that. But fuck it. Who cares, right? Yeah. Fuck it. Who cares? Right. Right. Come here. Come here. Now, Don, you obviously had a lot of heart. I, I don't know what's going on right now. Don, you obviously had a lot of heart. I like in, in, in your fights, obviously it was heart, heart, heart. It was skill. It was heart. It was everything. You think you could teach heart, or you think you have it or you don't? Yeah, you either have it or you don't. It's just, it's like being able to take a punch. You know, I don't care what your body looks like, how much conditioning you have, how strong you are. You know how hard you hit, but because if you can't take that punch, you're in the wrong wrong sport. You think that's what happened with Brock Lesnar? Hundred percent, hundred percent. You see it in the gym. I have a uh, kid that that trained with me. Not a kid. He's in his like early twenties. Always talked. Oh, I want to be a fighter. I want to be. I'm going to be lightweight champ. I'm going to be lightweight champ. First sparring session, gets tapped like forty percent. Turns around, turns his back. Around. You ain't going to be shit, bro. If you keep acting like that, like sorry. <laughs> That's that's rule one. Like, if you get punched and turn around, you're not fighting. It's not going to happen for you. Sorry to shatter your. Right. You're running. Yeah. yeah. You can teach somebody to yeah. you can teach somebody to like take a punch and like roll with it or like. I mean, you can teach them technique for sure. Anybody can learn technique. You can learn how to box. But at the end of the day, like, if your first instinct is when you get hit to turn around, and and bend over, like. You can't, you can't technique that out of somebody. That's what I like when, when, when Brock Lesnar no. got hit, right? And like when Brock got hit by Cain Velasquez or Overeem, I mean, Brock has to have gotten hit before in the gym, right? Not like that. But not like that? Is that, is that what you think would happen? Yeah. It was just not, not like, like that. that. And that's what I'm saying. Like if you're getting hit in the gym and you're turning around, when right. we're not even, you know, we're throwing 20% and you're scared to get hit by 20%. Like – Maybe right. it's just you need to get cracked hard and see that you're not made of glass and that you go, oh, okay, well, yeah. I can handle this. But there like, was a, if, there was if a big that debate. never happens, then. There was a big debate on the underground who would win in their prime, Brock Lesnar or Mark Coleman. I don't think anyone would be more equipped to answer this than the guy we have on the show right now, Don Fry. Don <laughs> Fry, who wins, Mark Coleman or Brock Lesnar in their prime? In their prime? I'd, I'd have to go with Coleman because, um, you know, he was just so damn strong. I mean, the thing is, he's a different wrestler. You know, Brock was a national champion, where Coleman was on the Olympic team, you know. 
Yeah. So that's that's a whole different level, couple levels up. Well, we're joined right now with a guy who is got a record of fifteen and one uh, on a five fight winning streak. Uh, Grant Dawson is awesome, great fighter, young prospect, got everything going for him. He got he's got the, the total package. Uh, you're here with the legend Don Fry, um, Ween Dog, uh, Tyler Smith. How are you doing, Grant? Fantastic. How are you doing, Adam? Good. How's this uh, whole thing, the whole pandemic, how's it, how's it, you know, affecting you? Man, you know, <clears throat> all I really do is train and sit at home. So uh, we, we don't have as many training partners. We're doing like little sessions kind of in our, in our garage and stuff like that. But I'm still training twice a day and getting everything in. Uh, I'm definitely ready for this to be over, man. I'm ready for life to go back to normal and everybody get back to being happy. So are you bringing over training partners? Yeah, yeah, my uh, my teammates are coming over and helping me out. You know, the gym is is closed, but uh, I got mats and and stuff in our garage. They can't kick me out of my own garage. So uh, we're just training with partners and stuff like that when we can get it in. Nice, nice. Your last fight was awesome, by the way. It was work though. The guy, the, the guy was tough, and they were building him as the favorite. Like they were saying how great every one of your fights the UFC seems to think you're going to lose because they keep saying how good your opponent is, and then you keep winning. Am I right? Yeah, I mean, it, <clears throat> that doesn't really bug me. I think that uh, they they got to promote somebody, and, and if they promote them and then I beat them, I get that glory right away. So uh, I, I'm cool with it, man. It never bugs me who people think are going to win. I think I'm going to win them all. Fry, did you ever have that where the, the promotion was, like, favoring your opponent? Oh, every time I went in the ring. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> now, the, now the, the guy caught you in a guillotine. It was tight. Uh, and look, your neck was extended. He had it. How did you get out of that? Uh, you know, that morning I drank a big glass of man up and, uh, I just got <laughs> out of it. <laughs> uh, no, man, my, my gym, we have uh, a bunch of guillotiners, man. Literally I'm in a guillotine pretty much every single day. So when he snatched it up, my, my brain wasn't even like considering what to do it my body just knows what to do you know I attacked the hips uh, I got to my back and I escaped and I was actually really happy it happened because I knew that that was his best shot to beat me and then uh when I got out of it I could feel the break in him I could feel the that uh, dang it you know didn't get it you know and after that I knew I knew it was going to be over it was just a matter of time all right how many fights have you had where you can feel the break in your opponent Who are you talking to, boy? You. I'm, I'm saying, like, I mean, you you felt that? Like, did you, could you see, like, was there moments where you're like, fuck, this guy's giving up? Or you're happy at least? Yeah, you can, you can, yeah, you can feel them physically and men mentally break, you know. They, they generally breaks mentally first, you know, um, if they were any kind of tough opponent, you know, um. But yeah, when when they when they go, yeah, you you know, you know, it's just like a like this little internal yelp and scream. You know, ah! yeah. yeah. Uh, now that that was right awesome. There. And then and then you then you had him in the in the, in the second round. You 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 tapped him out. I was so proud of you, man. Uh, how did how did you how did you celebrate? Uh, you know, I I celebrate the same way. I don't I don't drink or anything like that. So I kind of just went back to my hotel. And uh, waited for the next one. I thought we were going to have a pretty quick turnaround. So I started, uh, you know, I was back in the gym on Monday getting ready. And then this whole pandemic shit happened. So, you know, who, who 
who knows? But for me, there's nothing worth celebrating until we're at the top. Well, Don used to celebrate by lining up Asian girls and plowing them all, like five at a time. Uh, and you still I'm pretty sure my girlfriend would rip my head off if I did that. And uh, she's also a fighter, so show, uh, she knows yeah. where to find me. <laughs> and she's tougher than you, too. Huh? Oh, way tougher. Way tougher. That girl's got abs on top of her abs. Yeah, she is. And she's actually, like, really oh. pretty and, like, nerdy looking. Like, she's got glasses. And you think she's like a bookworm? You're like, oh, wow, look at this nice little – virgin nerd girl and then you start on instagram she's got like a 10 pack she's all shredded you're like what the fuck she's like watching bitches on their face yeah (laughs) legs are over her head you're like wait wait this was the same it's it's nuts it's it's crazy uh great follow by the way um now now now, now, grant um you came in you missed weight by three and a half pounds what happened you know man uh it was just one of those things. We had a, a super long camp. Um, I was dealing with some USADA issues to where I had to fly uh, to Vegas and back. And, and I had to, I was on a plane like six, six or seven times, you know, um, there, there's, there's no excuse. I'm not trying to give an excuse here. It, it just, you know, uh, it just wasn't, it wasn't my day. We didn't make it. It was a one-time thing. Uh, I think everybody gets one and that was my one and, and it's not going to happen again. I talked to the UFC, I talked to my management and I told them if it ever happens again or even comes close, I'll move up a weight class. No questions asked, but we're going to get oh, 45 another bit. shot. Oh, and uh, wait. I'm going to make sure everything's taken care of ahead of time. So what happened was you pop. You, you should have told them if it ever, you're on fire their ass. <laughs> <laughs> you were off. You disappeared. And then we were still talking. I know, but the problem is that like it's recording on my computer. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So all of that, we missed yeah. all of that, or what? Uh, I got I got up to um, where we asked Grant. By the way, I like the haircut, Grant. You look, you look now. You look like a fighter. Before you look like a, a boy band member. Um, so it was a boy band nice. member. Nice. We got we got up to the point where I, um, here's where I think you got fucked, Grant, because you didn't even pop for anything. Like it was like in like your smoothie or something, right? And then. <clears throat> Like Usada, that, so then you got, so then you had to go, and like Usada didn't come to you. You had to go to Vegas to do that, that stuff. And then by yeah, so so what happened? So what happened was we had this whole situation happen uh, sixteen to over a year ago. Um, I got suspended for sixteen months. We proved my name innocent, and then we figured out what was wrong, and that this this uh, this uh, picogram. Uh, is is in my system. It's in John Jones's system, you know. And and so basically, what they said was, they uh, they made a, a level that it can be under. And if it's under that level, uh, it's not a failed test. They're like, it's just it, it's so small, it can't help you, and we don't even know why it's there. Uh, what happened with my Chad Skelly fight, which is supposed to be January 18th, is uh, it came back under that level. The UFC said, hey, you're fine. It's not a failed test. USADA said, hey, you're fine. It's not a failed test. And then uh, Nevada said, the Athletic Commission said, no, screw you. You're not fighting. And you have to come to Vegas to do a bunch of meetings um, before your next fight. And then they were like, hey, we'll, we'll schedule for four weeks later. But you got to fly back and forth uh, from Vegas to get this all figured out. So that's uh, – we were flying back and forth, which sucks. Um and, and, and dealing with that in a camp, but it's behind me now. And, and who paid for those flights? 
the UFC was kind enough to pay for those flights. Oh man, but that's what a pain in the ass. So that's you got to cut weight while flying to Vegas every week from Missouri. They, yep. they they can't just send a person from USADA to Missouri to test you. No, they're, they they it was for like a it was for basically we were pleading our case on why it was like a court case. We were pleading our case on why uh, why it's okay for this to happen. We were scheduled to do a phone call, and then they were like, "Nope, you have to come here." We went there. It got canceled. We went back. We came back. Uh, when we got there, we went into the courtroom. I didn't say a single word. They were like, okay, this is what we're going to do. You're good. See you later. And I was like, why the hell did I even have to be here? I didn't, like, it made no sense. But, uh, you know, it, it's behind us. Um, I'm actually. It's all about control, you know. I think what all the fighters and all the all the athletes on the planet need to get together and tell Usar to kiss their ass. You know? Say, so, you know, we're going to quit playing soccer. We're going to quit playing baseball. Just like this goddamn um, coronavirus. They, you know, everything stops. So they, all the athletes need to get together and say, hey, Usar to fuck off. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Yeah. I mean, it's come along. I mean, I mean, he's fighting in court cases now. Back in the day, you guys... You guys, you were hopping on, you were headbutting and elbowing and fucking elbows to the spines and, and eye gouging and fish hooking. Punching the groin. Yeah. Pulling the there, hair into a there are no rules. Damn. Now, um, now, now, Don, uh, so my man had, Grant had, so, bad. so Grant had night amateur, nine amateur fights. He was eight and one as an amateur. Is he a pussy for taking those fights? Cause you don't have amateur fights, don't you think this guy? These guys are soft. They fucking. No, I think everybody should have to have amateur fights, and then then move from amateur up to semi-pro. Because you're not a pro just because you get paid two hundred dollars for a fight. Okay, you are not a pro until you are making enough money to sustain your life. At that point, you know, not like I said before. You know, you can't be an accountant and go do all your, your eight hours of accounting and then drive over to the gym and put in an hour and a half in the gym and then on the weekend run two miles and call yourself a pro athlete. No, that's bullshit. A pro athlete somebody who who's nine to five is, is training for the fight. Well, this kid, Grant, is the future. He's 15 and one. I mean, Don, you love the way he fights. He's a badass fighter, but he had to – Work at an old age home up until like a month ago. Are you still working there or no? No. Uh, after I got into the UFC, I was able to to quit and and put my money to good use. Thankfully, I have a coach in James Krause who's who's really good at getting his fighters to to handle their money and not just blow it on stupid stuff. So, uh, thankfully, with, with <laughs> the right guidance, I've been able to to not have to work and and spend my money properly. Oh, Which, good. by the way, James Krause. <laughs> G. What a G James Krause is. Stepping oh, up fight, dude. and arguably winning a fight. Like he won that fight. James Krause. Yeah, absolutely. Fry, what were you saying? I said, did he did he get you a prenup? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that's yeah. the best thing any manager. <laughs> Your manager made you sign a prenup? No, he didn't. That's why he fucking. That, that's why he's telling him. Yeah. I wish. I didn't hear him. 
Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Kraus, um, I mean, um, Kraus, uh, Grant, you've been with this girl for what, three years, four years? Uh, we're coming up on three years here in a couple months. Is, is she uh, pressuring you to marrying her or what? Wow, this got deep. What's going on? Did she call you? Did she call you? <laughs> and, hey, I know you're talking to Grant today. Why don't you slip something in there? Tell us. You getting married? It, well, it did seem like that when I met her. She was, like, nudging you. The way she looked at you, you know, she was like, hmm. All right. Well, of All course, right. look at me. Oh, his girlfriend likes him? What a surprise. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> Adam's not used to that. <laughs> not everybody. <laughs> girl you're with actually like you. Her, okay? Yeah, I, I freaking tricked my wife. Uh, <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, uh, so I'm trying to get uh, the caveman, uh, Dave Rickles, Dan, uh, is also calling in. Um, so, yeah, so did you ever watch any of Don Fry's Spice Grant? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My favorite one was, uh, I can't remember the other guy's name. Uh, was he Asian? Yeah. There you he, go. You guys grabbed each other's heads. Yaka, uh, Takayama. Takayama. Takayama, yeah. Now, was that, Don, was that one of those things where you were like the first person? To, were you surprised when, he, when, when uh, Takayama pulled guard on you? <laughs> when he pulled guard on me? When did he pull guard on me? Well, it seemed like he just kind of like, like at the, after getting hit 10,000 times, he was like, all right, maybe I'll try to. Did you take him down or did he, did he just like jump on his back? It seemed like he sort of was like a. A half pull guard, half a, a, uh, uh, a collapse. Right, right. A lot of heavyweights do that shit, you know, in wrestling. I forget to use their hips. And, um, you know, I was I was lucky. Like I said, I, you know, my last year of college, I wrestled heavyweight, and I probably weighed 205 or 200. And you, you learn how to throw your hips around you know bigger guy so when he went to throw me you know i moved my hips to the outside and uh so he had nothing to, to launch me you know with so he just went to his back got it i was i i, I couldn't see it seemed like a lot of the guys that even like the guys you, you hit don they fell down and you didn't even get like you got clean shots but a lot of times like you hit guy, like tank abbott it was like a, a punch slash Land. push like it was you know what i'm saying like you it was almost like you like pushed him, right. him. Yeah. Well, I I stumbled my head by him, you know, fell into his head. But uh, you know, I I watched something last week where he was bitching about the fight and talking shit. You know, and break it down real easy is I went down the beginning, I got back up. He went down at the end, he didn't get back up. Okay, so cry all you fucking want. Now, uh, now, uh, Grant, would you do um, MMA and join the UFC if it was like no holds barred, like how it was back in the day? No. <laughs> no. You ain't punching me in the dick. So you don't want oh. someone squeezing your balls <laughs> ferociously. Just wants to punch me in the dick. No, oh, I'm just no. saying. Really, you wouldn't for real? I no mean, way. Really? <laughs> no way. <laughs> no. You ain't biting me. Get out of here. Oh wow! All right, I I don't know. I I would I would assume you're the kind of guy that would. You're from Nebraska, you have like a good old boys thing, you know. Oh hey, I'm down to scrap, man. But you start hitting me in the dick, we're gonna have some real problems, dog. You bite me, we're gonna have real problems, bro. Shoot your family, fuck. <laughs> Shoot your family. I want to know, like, how many? So the the classic debate is always like, 
oh, who in their prime would beat who? What I want to know is how many of how many of the dudes from from those early days would still be able to compete right now? You know, like, like Don, if you had like obviously you because you're just a Don Dan Sever. I'd say the athletes, but like, yeah, how are there just a handful of guys, the champions, that would still be able to make it now? Or you think it's more of a mental? No, every guy who was champion, every guy who was champion could compete. You know, yeah. just because you fought in the UFC, it doesn't mean, you know, anything. You know, shit. There's been 10,000 people fighting the UFC, you know, and some of them are, are fucking pumping gas now. And also, yeah. it doesn't doesn't mean, you know, somebody's got to hold the horses, you know? Well, right. Don Fry, we have another uh, – you're obviously the first caveman on the show. We have another, we have another caveman here, Dave Rickles, the caveman. Uh, Bellator fighter, the most fights in Bellator history, 21 fights, complete badass, now is doing bare-knuckle boxing out of Wichita, Kansas, came to my show three weeks ago, right before the whole thing started. Dave, how you doing, man? What's up, brother? How are you? Good. You're here with uh, uh, Grant Dawson, 15-1 UFC fighter, the legend Don Fry, Green Dog and Green Dog and Tyler. Uh, hey, do you have any uh, African American paraplegic basketball players I can make fun of? No, they. I, well, I, well, I'll explain this. At my comedy show, the uh, paraplegic basketball team came to my show, and there was like six white guys and one black guy, and I, they're all in wheelchairs. And I was like, I wonder who the best guy on the team is, and they were just all fucking dying laughing because he really was the best guy on the team. You, you really killed it. Of course he was. Uh, uh, thank you. Now, 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 Rickles, you were set to make your bare-knuckle boxing debut that week. Why did you go into bare-knuckle boxing? How did you train for this? Talk to me. Um, how did I get into it? They literally just asked me to do it. That's, about, <laughs> that's how that went down, bro. Of course. Um, yeah, I've just been uh, getting ready for it, man. I don't know, just honing in on doing – one-dimensional boxing training. Um, I was hitting mitts just with my bare knucks. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I don't know. I like to fight in the pocket. I'm kind of a nitty-gritty, aggressive fighter anyway. So I kind of feel like it fits my style. No, I was excited about it, man. Uh, Bare-knuckle boxing is a whole different thing. How disappointed were you when uh, the fight got canceled? Dave. Can you hear me? Tyler, you can hear me? Technical difficulties. Uh, Don, can you hear me? Uh, Grant? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. Don, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised. I didn't leave you, buddy. Two cavemen. Don't have internet. All right. So uh, I'm, su- I'm surprised you never did bare knuckle boxing, uh, Fry. You know, me too. Shit. I was <laughs> looking into it and. It looks like they they tape the hands, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really bare knuckle. I think they tape them over the top. It looks like they tape the hands, right? Where it's just over the top of the knuckles and then like the wrist. Didn't you call out Mike Tyson? You went over though. You wanted to you wanted to box Mike Tyson at one point. Oh yeah, that was bullshit call out because I was crippled up at the time, you know. But I just showed up for Mike Tyson money. You know, what's that? 
now, now, Grant, who do you want to fight next? Uh, <clears throat> we're actually chasing that Darren Elkins fight, you know. But, uh, man, I keep telling people that uh, at, by the end of this year, I want to be ranked in the top 15. So anybody in that top 15, let, let's do it. I think I'm better than all of them. I think I can beat all of them. So wh- whoever they put in front of me. But right now, you know, what makes sense is, is Darren Elkins. And I won't say no to anybody they offer. Yeah. <laughs> I love I love a Darren Elkins any Darren Elkins fight. I think you're a good matchup for him too. Yeah, he's, he's like he's willing to take damage, obviously, and you're and you're not just gonna pepper him up. Like it's gonna. Be. Well, when you get the damage you. on your chest, you better be willing to take some damage, man. Yeah, there's, there's no going back after that one. Yeah, but isn't that a, a rough fight for you though? Because Elkins is coming off like two losses, and you're you're coming off five wins. Shouldn't yeah, you? but his, his his losses are to the world champion and Ryan Hall, everybody who's ranked. You know, yeah. it just makes sense as the next step, you know. Uh, I'm all for whoever they want, but at the end of the day, this is a game. For us lower-level guys, this is a game, and, and you got to take the next name that they'll would give you, you. I can't just would be like, Ryan Hall? let's fight, you know, because they're, they're going to laugh at me. But <laughs> if it's somebody that makes sense, that has a big name that'll – push me through and Volkanovsky and Ryan Hall couldn't finish him so if I can finish him that'll say something too and then we'll have the leverage to say hey somebody in the top 15. Grant would you fight Ryan Hall because nobody wants to fucking fight Ryan Hall. Uh, He's scheduled to fight uh, Ricardo Lamas but yeah I'm I'm not afraid of that fight I'm gonna tell you right now it's gonna be a boring ass fight he's gonna lay on his back and and I'm going to have to be real careful, but right. I'm, I'm not afraid of any of these guys. There's more exciting fights out there for me. A Shane Burgos or a Dan Ige, yeah. you know, those are the fights that I'm looking for. The guys that aren't going to, you know, as soon as I start pressuring them, they're not going to lay on their back and, and hold me between their legs. They're going to fight me, you know. Um, I'm a grap- I'm a, I'm a wrestler. I'm a grappler. Yeah, a wrestler. Yeah. And I, I think that Ryan Hall's boring-ass fighter. So, you, you know, I want someone to try to, to fight me, you know. Whatever. Absolutely. Dave Rickles, could you hear us? Maybe. I don't know. I'm poor, dude. Can't afford good internet, so. No, you're not poor, and you got a smoking hot girlfriend. I met her <laughs> in Wichita, Kansas. Uh, you're doing yeah. all right, man. You're like the man in Wichita, Kansas. It's like, it's, I went to Wichita, everyone knows Dave Rickles. Dave runs a gym. He runs a fight promotion. This. Now, what happened with Bell? What, what happened? What, did Bellator let you go to bare knuckle boxing? Um, well, actually my contract was up and, uh, we were doing some negotiations with, um, man, Bellator, we were talking to one FC, we were talking to pretty much everybody, honestly. And, um, it honestly, it, it boiled down to what I wanted to do. Well, Bellator was one trying to like, trying to lowball me on money, trying to go down on my money on my contract. So it really kind of pissed me off. So I was like, all right, let's do something else. Yeah. I, I don't see why they would, uh. I mean, you had 23 Bellator fights. Yeah. Yeah, 23. Um, and a lot of fucking wins, too. So it's it's kind of interesting. But, but Yeah. And, dude, you're – um I don't know, Fry, if you've ever seen this guy. He, he walks in. He's got the craziest walkouts, best in MMA. One, he had a yeah. dinosaur next to him. He had a dinosaur, and he was a caveman. <laughs> uh, then you had, like, a throne. That was a pretty good one. Then you the had Flintstone a Flintstone car. <laughs> the Flintstone, Flintstone car. car, fucking badass, dude. That show was legendary. Who makes this stuff? Me and my dad. There you go. Yeah. You need to get a, a legend, get a, by the way. Get your, 
get him a what? You need to get a chick with long hair, skateboard her in her ass, and drag her to the ring. Yeah, you know, chick with long hair. Oh, hell yeah. I, I'm sure I wouldn't get any complaints about that. <laughs> yeah. Twitter would even notice. That'd it's get you fine. more hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I know it would. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Um, now, when you train for bare knuckle boxing, is it uh, do you, do you actually box with without uh, no gloves on? Hell no. Yeah, that's not happening. Um, you know, a few of the guys were like, "Yo, do you you want to do some like bare knuckle, um, you know, sparring and stuff like that?" And um, we did. The the closest oh. I got to that was just doing all pure. Uh, boxing stand-up with uh, MMA gloves. And uh, that's because, I mean, dude, you just can't be taking cuts like that getting ready for a fight. So, um, but even we with were, MMA gloves, like sparring with MMA gloves fucking sucks, man. Yeah, it does. 100%. <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> I'm like, big gloves? Oh, you guys want to do big gloves? Let's do big gloves. I, 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 watched one of your, outers, I watched one of your videos. You were in the woods sparring. You were, like, hitting trees and, like... Mortal Kombat, baby. Is, is that what you, why are you in the woods? Is is that what you do? That's that's the only place we can train around here. <laughs> really? That's all it yeah. is, dude. Just woods. Just woods, bro. Everything in, else in Kansas. That's what we're known for is woods. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I don't know. That was a that was a really weird Bellator promo we did where like they didn't have any footage on me, so we just walked behind the hotel in Oklahoma and started like punching trees and shit. <laughs> it was pretty That's funny. Russian family, that little girl just always fucking up trees. Yeah. Dude. It's like, my this daughter thing. was like, you need to do that. You need to go punch some trees. I'm like, no, no, I don't. That's, you go punch some trees. Go ahead. That was, yeah. Well, well, here you are. You're in Wichita. By the way, have you ever seen Grand Dawson fight? I have, dude. Grant's a badass. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah, we're pretty close to each other. Um, I need to come up and train with you guys sometime. Yeah, absolutely. You fought uh, You fought Bobby Cooper. He's one of my teammates. Yeah, Bobby's awesome, man. Oh, uh, he's, he's really cool. Yeah, it was he's not great, a good fight man. for him, but, but uh, yeah. <laughs> he's great, man. He, you ever watched uh, some of Don Fry's fights? <laughs> what? Of course I've watched some Don Fry action, baby. He's, he's, he's awesome. Yeah, Dave is Don Fry two point oh. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> Dave is the new Don. If I could get someone to sign up and we'll just we'll just stand there in one spot and beat the hell out of each other, I, I'm definitely down. Now, <laughs> now you had a fight promotion um, in Wichita. Now a lot of fighters start their own promotion. How hard is that to make that work? Really hard, and luckily I have. Uh, another brain on the operation with me who's he is the brain <laughs> i'm the face baby i'm the looks uh i deal with the fighters mostly the matchmaking which even that process is like glorified babysitting you know <laughs> um especially these days man like fighters don't really want to fight anymore they're not signing they want to get instagram likes and and uh and all that sort of shit. So uh, there's very few fighters who just want to brawl and get down anymore. Grant's one. Yeah, no, that that's what Don was saying. That like back in the day, he never turned down a fight. Like I believe it, one hundred percent. It didn't matter who was in front of him. Like he. Yeah, now- because okay, so you're talking about like the, the that era where like 
okay, I think I was the very tail end of that era. Like, you couldn't watch tape on anybody. Uh, I would show up, and they'd be like, oh, your guy already weighed in. Like, you can trust that, right? And they'd never check your gloves. <laughs> I fought on a dirt floor and I fought on a dirt floor in Oklahoma with uh with just three like they just made some makeshift ring uh in a in a barn. So like I was on the tail end of that stuff. Um I'm 31 and it's insane to see how much has changed. Well, let's talk about the barn for a second. So you walk into a barn and there's no <laughs> ring or like there's, there's no ring. There's no ring at all. It's a I, this was a Muay Thai fight. Uh, and I knocked the guy through the ropes. It was pretty awesome. Wow. So they're just trying to make it as traditional as possible then. That's right, yeah. So you're going to find a dirt floor, put some rope around, it'll be fine. I'm pretty sure people from Oklahoma still fight that way. So do you think Grant's spoiled? Because he doesn't have to fight on dirt roads and uh, in barns. No, get, they get married that Hold way. Up. What are you talking Hold about? Up. Hold up. <laughs> I was twenty-two and zero in the backyard. Just saying, we okay, had right. we had fights every Tuesday night. Twenty-two and zero with my classmates. Just saying, dog. Shut up, for real. <laughs> for real, twenty-two hey, and zero as a backyard fight in my backyard. That's as a hilarious. Six, as a sixth grader, he was homeschooled though, so it was just him beating stuff. <laughs> I fucked my sister up. Yeah. Fuck you, mom. <laughs> I ain't messing That's with hilarious. her. We had a duct tape belt and everything. Of course, of course. Grant, where did you meet your girlfriend, by the way? That's dope. Uh, she trained at a gym uh, in yep. Springfield, Missouri, and uh, she spot a couple of girls that are on my team. And one day she added me on, uh, <clears throat> added me on uh, Snapchat, and I came up with this really great line that just reeled her in. I said, when's your next fight? And we've been <laughs> together ever since. By the way, speaking of beautiful girls that can fight, we have – an Olympian, Sarah McMahon, is with us right now. Uh, Sarah McMahon, you are on the podcast. We got Grant Dawson, the caveman Dave Rickles, the Marine Tyler Smith, and the legend Don Fry. How are you doing, Sarah McMahon? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Got it. Are you, are you familiar with any of these people's work? I am not, but I basically am almost a her hermit these days. I just have a lot of stuff to do, so. Okay, well, so... So Grant Dawson is a 15 and one. Uh, I wouldn't even say prospect anymore. Uh, he's undefeated in the, in the UFC. Uh, the caveman is like what? 33 and six uh, in Bellator. Uh, is this yeah, a, basically a monster. And Don Fry, you know who Don Fry is, right? Yeah, I know Don Fry. Don Fry is a, a fighter turned porn star. Um, <laughs> who is just, uh, just, just killing it. And then Tyler Smith is, we coach wrestling together for middle school. Uh, Sarah was an Olympian, Olympic silver medalist, but a gold medalist in my eyes. Uh, so how is the quarantine affecting you? So I'm super fortunate, but it's not that bad. Um, cause I have a one-year-old, so I basically stayed indoors like a lot of times anyways. Um, and then I train, uh, with Chad a lot. So I mean, that's not much different at all. I do miss going to the gym, though. I definitely miss the training with the guys at Team Apple Mail. But I'm I'm lucky that I don't have to be barred from training altogether. So, you know, it's just slightly different, but it's not that bad. Aren't you opening up your own gym, though, too? Yes. So that kind of sucks because um, we literally opened our doors, and two days later, they shut down everything for gyms. So uh... we're like, fuck. Um, but 
it, it really, like, I kind of expected, um, you know, if you open a business, you have to anticipate that it's going to be slow in the beginning. And, you know, I just factored that in, um, just kind of was ready for it. So now it's for a different reason, like, but it's, it's okay. I, I really think coming out of this, people, they're going to want to get back out. They're going to want to go, you know, to their regular places and they're going to resume their lives as much as they can. So I, I'm not worried about it. Now, Dave, you have a gym, right? Uh, no, I don't actually. <laughs> oh, did, did you ever have no. a gym? No. Um, I still train with my original coach, actually. Yeah. First coach ever. First coach ever. Yep. Awesome. Wow. 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 Now, is was Team Alpha Male cool with you opening up your own gym, or is there kind of friction? No, no. Uh, Uriah knew about it even when we first moved here. Um, Chad, who he was helping out and doing stuff at the UFC gym, but he knew all along that like our longer term plan was to, you know, for him to open a gym, but I kind of somehow got a little bit roped into it too, because I don't know, like the, it just wrestling really complements a lot of the jujitsu stuff. So, I mean, he, we went, we're like, um, like 15 miles away and with team alpha male, they do a lot of fitness stuff. And then they also do it's MMA based, you know, so they have a jiu-jitsu program, but it's not their main thing. And we are just strictly jiu-jitsu and wrestling. So we're not really like a, we're not really like a threat. No so. competition. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Congrats on your last fight. Your last fight was awesome. I was so proud of you. Um, <laughs> uh, you use obviously wrestle, 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 wrestle. Were you in the back of your head? Were you just like, let's get the win any means possible and don't go for anything kind of silly to get caught? So I think that I was more smart. Um, and I, and I did need the win on many fronts just to be totally transparent. Like I really thought that I was going into the last fight on my contract. So there is pressure and urgency there. Um, it wasn't because it got extended because of my pregnancy, but I didn't know that before. Um, I had lost two fights in a row, both which I were winning both, you know, like, so mistakes cost me, offense cost me. Um, but really what I thought was that going into my fights in the future, I'm just better when I control people. And that's what I like to do. And that's what I've always loved about wrestling. And so I'm like, I'm not going to give any space. I'm not going to allow anyone out of my control because not only am I good at it, but I really like it. And so I'm, I'm a little bit more like Khabib than like what I originally wanted to be I wanted to be someone because I can hit really hard so I kind of wanted to like utilize that too but you know when you're up and you're in the fray of things if you're if boxing isn't your forte or kickboxing isn't it's a it's still a toss-up if I'm in their range they're in my range you know but with wrestling once I touch somebody I feel like I can completely manipulate their body and it's it's now uneven and I just need to keep it there yeah. Dave, you, can you can you relate to that? Like fighting, sort of like you know that your contract's coming up and you got to get the win. You have all that pressure. Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, kind of in a way because truthfully, I was in a position with Bellator where like I thought that would kind of never go away. I was kind of spoiled uh, because you know longest tenure running vet of Bellator, twenty three fights for them, uh, lots of wins, uh, tournament semifinalist, tournament champion. Uh, so, you know, I, I, you know, I really loved the company. I loved everybody there and, um, it's kind of weird parting ways with them, but, uh, yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to trying out this bare knuckle. Absolutely. Now, Don, isn't that kind of what's wrong with the UFC right now? And in general is that fighters don't have that, like, like you never were on the verge of getting cut from pride because you know, you had exciting fights. Didn't matter how many times you lost as long as they were exciting. 
Whereas now guys, are, people are so worried that like they're going to get cut. Right. Well, they, they, yeah, they train not, they, they fight not to lose instead of fighting to win, you know, because uh, if you lose too many times, you're gone, you know, and like back in pride, they would say, we don't care whether you win or lose. Just give us an exciting fight. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, Sarah, I think that's how it should be, honestly. Should be, <laughs> well, way, I don't know. It should be I, the priority for, you know. Yeah, I, so I – We're old I school, though. We're, we're old. <laughs> yeah, no, and that's definitely a wrestling mentality, too. And it's not like I went out there thinking I can't lose, but I think I'd be foolish, especially having a family, if I was completely, like, arrogant and, like, I'm just going to go for a flying arm bar and, you know, do something reckless that's out of my wheelhouse, you know, like – uh, just to put on a show, knowing that it's a very real possibility of getting cut because that changes my whole life. So, you know, like there's, you know, fighting in fear and then there's being smart. <laughs> like, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the last couple of fights, like you were dominating and then like two second mistake. And I'm like, no, it was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I was- so I was just intent on winning. And if I reduce my errors I win you know yeah but if I and then that's been the same thing in wrestling it wasn't necessarily that someone beat me it's that I made an error and, and allowed them in and they capitalized off it and that was like you know so like yeah there's something to be said about making less mistakes no, absolutely and by the way I love the videos you and oh, have to that, Don what was saying I a couple of years ago, last time I was healthy, I was in UFC. I was at in Vegas, and I saw Sarah's loss. I don't know the first loss, second loss. I don't know, but you know what? You're winning that fight, and your cornerman lost you that fight, not you. You know, um, the, the the trainers, the cornerman, they should have everything uh, scoped out. They should have, you know, the most possible possibilities know what your opponent's going to do and they gave you the wrong advice and they lost you that fight you didn't lose that fight well I, I mean like, I appreciate it but um I think that if I'm ever going to be a champion what I want to be then I have to take that on myself too you know like I'm smart I can look at people and I can scout and sometimes like in the, in the fray of things too mm-hmm. uh, I have to be able to make those split second decisions you know like you won't always have your corner to rely on. So like as much as I can, I put everything that I can on me. Cause I'm the one out there. Um, I, I don't know what they, what they said. Um, and I do know how they prepared me and I'm not sure which, which fight you're talking about, but you know, like there's, there's other things that play too. Um, as far as like injury wise, I mean, everybody comes in with injuries, but the, the spots that I got into were particularly bad for the injuries that I had. Like, and so that, that didn't help right. me at all. You know, it was, it was probably a lot of factors. Your cornerman should have told you to stay out of those positions if they they know your injuries. You know? Yeah, yeah, they I know. Warn you, hey, this gal's moving around <laughs> behind you. This gal's doing this. You have to do this. You know, because they can see they have a better view of the fight than you do. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't your In fault, some- Sarah. <laughs> well, sometimes my coaches too. It's not sometimes your fault. When coaches, the coaches will see what you do in practice and what I do against some of the guys in there and stuff. And 
and they really believe in me. And so sometimes they feel like, I feel like they, they're like, Oh, go do this. You can do that. And I'm like, dude, I'm not invincible. Okay. <laughs> like I can be stopped. I can get knocked out if I, if I get careless at all, you know, like anyone can get knocked out. So, um, sometimes they have a little bit too much trust in me. <laughs> That's where your trainer should be involved. Your trainer should say, hey, you're fucking up in this area, you know. And you get to this point and you lose your mind. <laughs> we have two Don Fries now. No, no, Sarah, I have a two-year-old. Somebody's echoing. Hold on, hold on. Can you hear an echo? Yes. shit, I can too. Okay. Yeah. All right, now, Sarah, I have a two-year-old. And having to watch her all day is just exhausting. From like 8 a.m. till 6, let's do Elmo. Let's do coloring. Let's do the bounce house. Let's, let's dance. Let's do this. Oh, you got to you gotta watch your own kid? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, Nobody it's, told you that's what is involved in parenting. It's, it's brutal. Because my wife's <laughs> And I'm just like, ah. Oh, uh, is, is your husband helping you out? Or is it just you watching oh, the baby? No, no, absolutely. Like, he's... He's awesome. And and basically like our kid right now, he's like a year and like four months. Um, but he's tons of fun, man. He's just like, he's a little boy's boy. He's playing with little trucks and he wants to wrestle, you know, like he'll just crawl on top of you. Like you could say, I'm gonna get you, you know? And like, so he's at a fun age. So it's, yeah, so it's kind of easy to rough house with him. So it's mine, but it, she's exhausting. Like, I'm just like, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> it's the slow wearing away of your soul. Now Sarah stayed at my place one time. She's like, hey, I'm going to be in town for Jiu-Jitsu Worlds. Uh, can I stay at your place? I said, I, I thought she meant like in three months. I was like, when? She's like, tonight. Uh, and I was like, <laughs> okay, no, I was in like, so I, I don't know where I was. I was in like Kentucky or something, but I'm like, hey, uh, my wife, hey, could we have Sarah and her family stay at our place? And my wife's like, sure. So we went out and got like a, a bed. And she said, you were a great mom, but you curse a lot in front of your kid. You're like, I do. You're like, this motherfucker, <laughs> or fuck that, or whatever. Like, you're not worried about your seven-year-old uh, cursing nope. at all? Listen, They're going to hear that, girl, that shit regardless. Yes, yeah. yeah. so she was raised in a wrestling room and in an MMA gym, so she hears it all the time. But she's such a little goody-two-shoes. Like, even when I'm gone, they're like, they, her dad gave her permission. She's like, you know, you can cuss. Mom's not here. She's like, no. Like, she wouldn't do it. So it doesn't oh, matter, okay. like. Okay. Yeah, she's around it. Now, my little boy, I don't know, man. He he seems to really enjoy things he shouldn't be doing. So that might be a different story. Yeah. No, no, no. Right. Don, Sarah is an athlete, an Olympian. Uh, I know that you've been with thousands of women. Have you ever hooked up with a girl as a, like an Olympian or an athlete? <laughs> an athlete, not an Olympian, no. No. Oh. <laughs> Do, do male Olympians count? <laughs> <laughs> what does hook up mean? I mean, you know. I mean like, well, go on a date or like ask out or like bang or something. I know that, uh, I know, but you're, you know, but I you know, well, Dom's always like trying to teach men how to become more manly. So I would, uh -huh. I would, say, I was wondering if a girl like you, who's like a real strong woman would intimidate a guy like Don Fry. Uh, but who knows? Oh, I'd like, I'd ask her to hit me. <laughs> I pay for that. I mean, <laughs> depending on the circumstances, I would. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. here we go. But, now we're heating up. Yeah. Uh, this is how bad porn starts. Yeah, this is how. Thank you, Grant. Uh, uh, Kimberly, yeah. 
Caveman, where did you meet your girlfriend? I think you'd make a great porn star, Don Fry. Oh, yeah. Caveman, where did you meet your girlfriend? Where did I meet her? Yeah. Um, in my backyard, I beat up her boyfriend. <laughs> really? <laughs> Dead serious in high school, yeah. <laughs> and then you in high school. <laughs> yeah, so like like Grant Grant was saying, like, okay, so in high school, my, my backyard was the place where everyone met up to fight. And um we I mean those fights are all the time, but uh, a lot of them involved me and um I beat up this dude. She was dating at the time, and uh, sure enough, it turned her on. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you're mine now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's Very like, shortly after that, we were dating. Wow. That's that's a real – is that how you got the nickname Caveman? Like you just beat right. the guy up and took, took the girl? Yeah, exactly. Now, Did she now, be- maybe, maybe – I might have even dragged her away by her hair. <laughs> God. <laughs> there you go. Well, Sarah said she would never date a guy that she could she beat in wrestling. She liked it, though. I promise. She liked it. Sarah said she would never date a guy that she could yeah, beat true. in wrestling. So there's like three guys she can choose from <laughs> in, her, in, her, in her whole life. Uh, now, 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 Grant, I saw a video of you grappling with two girls at once. Uh, what happened there? So, <clears throat> yeah, Grant, tell us about that story. <laughs> the one at the gym or the – never mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my girlfriend was training with Laura Sanko. Uh, they're both 105ers, and uh, they they were going pretty hard. And I, I made a joke. I said, I could beat up both of you at the same time. And Laura said, no, you couldn't. And I looked at her. I was like, are you serious? And she's like, yeah. I was like, you guys are like, one. You both of you together don't weigh more than me. Like, I'm pretty <laughs> sure I could take both of you. And so she was like, let's get it. And uh, they got it. They beat you up? <laughs> <laughs> no, he submitted both of them. He, oh, <laughs> yeah, he was the same time. Say. The yeah. first time, the the first time. Say, take back your undefeated record, dude. <laughs> 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 the first time, uh, they were just like, "I'll go high, you go low," and the one that went low, I just guillotined her, and then it's me versus a one hundred five pound woman. So, but then the second time, it was actually like a like an eight minute long match, and and there was actually some strategy that was nice. involved, but. I let uh, it go and, a little bit longer. Now, now, Sarah, Grant just called out your teammate, Darren Elkins. Um, okay. uh, any uh, advice on how he should beat Darren Elkins? Uh, I would never <laughs> give that. First of all, Darren Elkins would survive the total freaking ac- apocalypse. It would be the cockroaches and Darren Elkins alive. Yeah. He's yeah. A ser- conventional. Yeah. No, but um, no, Darren, man, he's my boy. I would never. Okay. But I, I think that if you're, you know, how He's much? A, how much money? How There's much a money number. What? Everyone has a number. <laughs> number. Oh, always Not a me, number. Man. Boyle. Boyle. Hey, DM, Besides, DM us the number. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you need tricks, if you need advice, then I don't suggest you take a fight against Darren Elkins. Wow. If you're not. <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying, if you don't go in and say, hey, I already got it, I don't need anybody's advice, then I'm just. I'm I mean, sorry. you've only had like 50 fights in the UFC. If I don't, if that's I don't, just yeah. that's, that's just like sanctioned fights. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, if, you, if you've met him, <laughs> get him, Grant. I'm on. I'm Team Grant. Oh, heck yeah! I like yeah, Elkins. I like Grant too. I like both of them. They're both good guys. Uh, Sarah, who do you want to fight next? So, what I would prefer would be like a top five girl. So I, I've told him that. Okay, I came back. 
you know, I fought somebody was my first fight after being pregnant and stuff like that. Um, but I was like, you know, any of the girls in the top five, I'm ready to go. And I've been training, so I don't know when I'll get the call. I don't know what they're doing with shows, but besides I have not been eating great, but I usually don't have to cut that much weight. So I'm okay, but I've been training. So yeah, they, they line them up. I'll knock them down. And then is that bare knuckle boxing Dave going to happen with that guy again? The guy he was like talking, or is it going to be some fucking Superman guy? I don't know. Yeah. Man, we'll see. <laughs> I, yo, whoever like they've supposedly postponed hey. the show to June 20th. So if you guys don't know 20, basically 24 hours out, from my fight, it got canceled due to COVID, and um, which really sucks because I couldn't line my uh, pockets with money. And uh, yeah, so it got postponed to June twentieth. So I'm just waiting to figure out what's gonna happen. Honestly, oh yeah, that's my birthday. Now you said you've been oh. drinking all day. Have you been drinking all day? Not yet. <laughs> but like yes, like like your days. Oh, literally, yeah. <laughs> probably probably five days a week, honestly. Aren't you not heavily? Like, like I have a few drinks, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, Sarah, have you like, yeah. a, like a gentleman's man? Now, Sarah, you like smoke weed. Do you do you drink and smoke? No, nah, no, nothing. I, right? Well, so I'll drink here and there, but I'm such a lightweight man. Like two beers, and I'm like totally buzzed. But I just have like a low tolerance. But I don't. I don't do very much. I got babies. You know, can't be getting trashed with a one year old. Yeah, I, I hear hey, you. I got three kids. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, but you can have a Yo, couple ten drinks o'clock, and not be Ten trash. o'clock, they hit the bed, and I hit the bottle. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, one of us has a lot better tolerance than than me. <laughs> I know. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, now, what's the, how's, how's Sage Northcutt doing, Tara? So I haven't seen them. Well, first of all, the gym's been closed, but I haven't seen them before that. Oh. Like, I don't know how long it's going to take to to fix everything or like when he's completely cleared. So now do you think they should have fights right now? Like on May 9th or, or, or hold off. So if they're going to do it in the safest way possible, I think, yeah, I think that if, if you know that everybody who's there is not infected, you know, if they can test, then that's a safe place to be. It's safer than my supermarket that maybe someone's sick or maybe they're not. I don't know. So Truthfully, like, I think it can be run in a way that the only person I truly come into close contact with is my opponent, and that's it. You know, like, yeah. they don't, nobody else has to be close to me. But I think that also sports that have a natural social distancing, like, if I heard tomorrow that tennis was going to open, I'd be like, oh, look how far apart they are. Let the tennis players play tennis. So, I mean, I think that there's, well, you got to apply some kind of logic to it. Now, Sarah, you're obviously like a great person. You're a role model. You're a sweetheart. And you're also the kind of person that doesn't put out right away. I can tell. Like, it takes a lot. <laughs> you're, you're not like a, a three. You're like a three-dater. Yeah, I'm uh, three-dater. Low tolerance to alcohol, though, so. Yeah, yeah, but I don't drink around guys Damn. in the beginning. <laughs> How do I get my daughter to be like you? Because I, I don't want her being a whore and putting out to guys like Don Fry or the caveman. Are you slut-shaming? <laughs> Are you yes. slut-shaming right now? Yes. Uh, how do I get? How do I, get my... I thought you were a good man. Okay, good I'll tell man. you. I'll tell you what worked for me. I was raised around wrestlers, and I listened to them, and I listened how they talked about other girls, and I said, "That's not going to be me." So, they taught me by just being one of the guys and listening. You know, I'm like, I knew who they respected, I knew who they didn't, so I I knew what I wanted. If you my daughter this? was like any of the guys I know, she would have. Hundreds of sex partners. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Don, Just any say. advice on uh, on uh, raising daughters? Making sure they don't become whores? No, I don't know because they all left me, you know, part of a decade ago. So. <laughs> they all bailed. Uh, uh, Grant, how long did it take for your girlfriend to put out? <laughs> I'm still trying. Right. <laughs> right. Now, now, she's a fighter too, right? Yeah, yeah, she fights at 105. Um, <clears throat> she's a jacked little female pit bull. Who, uh, who does she fight for? Still local promotions or Yeah, MMA she's, just, she's or? just an amateur. Do you, she, do you she is a great amateur. She's wonderful. Oh, you're in trouble. You're she's in trouble. pointing a gun at me right back now. Pedal. Just, back pedal. Just an amateur. Do you uh, corner her in her fights? Unfortunately, every fight I say, "Hey, can I just sit in the sit in the stands and freak out in the stands?" She's like, "No, I need you," and I'm like, "Well, but Sarah, does your husband corner you? No, he's not even allowed in the locker room. (laughs) I don't. So I can train with him. Um, It's kind of just strange. Uh, I just get into a different mindset, and you know, I'm I'm kind of like a a total bitch, and I don't want to do that to him. Plus, if he's nervous for me, I, I, he's like the closest person I'm, I am to in the entire world. So like his nerves are going to kind of rub off on me and then I'm going to start feeling nervous because he's not, he's nervous for me. So like, this is a big deal. And so I just like to have him separate, like in a a way and then just come see him afterwards. Yes. That makes sense. Uh, Dave, does your wife come to your fights? Yeah. Um, she's been to probably 95% of them, honestly. Yeah, and is she supportive of the bare knuckle boxing? I mean, she doesn't give a shit at this point, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she's seen me go through everything from from getting beat up to to knocking people out. So, um, yeah, I don't know. You know, you know, you know who the most fun is? My mom. She, um, my dad shits his pants. He can't even be in the arena. Uh, it, which I would feel like it would be backwards for most parents, yeah. but my mom loves it, dude. I can hear her her voice over. It my cornerman anybody every time i'm fighting she'll be screaming yelling elbows and knees you know typical uh shitty uh fan comments but they're they're awesome coming from my mom you know what i mean now what were don fry's parents like they were good people they were good people man you know they supported me uh like when becky levi and i went to my parents house tell them i was gonna go fight in the ufc uh, they looked at each other and said, well, we might as well support him. The boy's going to do what he wants to anyway. So, you know, they, they were all for it. Right. Did they ever come to your fights in, uh, in uh, Pride? Uh, no, they got to come to one fight um, for a hero's fight. Um, I think I fought uh, the guy from uh, South Korea. And um, my my mom and my mom went with my ex-wife. Go, my dad. He was uh, having heart problems, so he stayed at the hotel. Got it. And uh, Sarah, your parents, when you told them you were going to be a fighter, would they support Ford or not? Um. So they probably wish that I still did wrestling. You know, as a, but um, they they support me. 
but I, and my family and my friends, they're like, you know, we, we all love that you're chasing your dreams and everything, but we'll be real happy when you retire. I, I don't think that they like the stress that it causes them. I'm like, I'm fine. I'm not, I'm good. You know, they're like, no, it's us. The nerves of watching <laughs> someone you love, it's, we hate it. So my, my they're supportive, but yeah. they also, are, huh? Yeah. When I quit college wrestling, my parents were so happy just because <laughs> uh, the weight cutting. They hated yeah. starving, yeah, yeah. starving myself all the time. They were just, they hated it. They didn't see any, plus I'm older. I'm 41. There was no pro. Like I wasn't, yeah, yeah. Olympics. they were just like, what the fuck are you doing this for? Uh, yeah. it, was, it was crazy. It was crazy. Well, listen, you guys are, are all awesome. All of you, Dave Rickles, fucking bare knuckle boxer, fighter, yeah. fucking badass, uh, father, Love it. Three. How old? How old are you? Compulsive masturbator. Also. Compulsive masturbator. <laughs> are you really or no? No. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't masturbate? Right. I never, dude. I haven't. I haven't masturbated since this fucking Corona started because my wife's here. And like she. I was going to ask that question. Like, for those men who have uh, wives at home, where do you where do you hide to do it? I don't. Did she be so angry? shower with them? Why? In, it's like them? just back to thirteen. I have a clear. I have a clear glass window at my shower. Uh-huh. Okay. Dude, my, my my wife would be so expensive. I'm insulted so if I jerked off and she caught me. <laughs> She'd be like, "I'm right here. Why are you fucking jerking off?" Oh, dude, yes, that's a very real thing. <laughs> yeah, that I don't even think about other people. I feel like she knows if I'm thinking of other people. Because uh, I'm, you know, <laughs> Sarah, you think she of your husband all the time during sex, house. right? Yeah, I do because I have my eyes open, <laughs> so it's hard to think of somebody else when you see a person in front of you. But I don't understand um, why a girl would be upset if a guy was masturbating. Like, I, I don't know. I don't see that as like that's not real competition. Like, if masturbating was so great, why would they put up with your shit? Well, you because know? Like, because obviously certain, you're better. I know, but at a certain time, guys only have so many loads per week. You know, and uh, so the girl. Yeah, well, your gonna, tongue, your no, tongue is. What are you telling us? What are you telling us, Adam? No, I got I got about three or four loads per week. Uh, <laughs> during how much? Hey, how get much? Get your numbers you up, you rookie. Well, how? Yeah, you, dude, like, you're banging every. Get those are rookie numbers. Hey, you're banging every night. You're banging every night. Okay, every man. night. Really? I'm, yeah. Bring her over here. Wow. And Sarah, you're, Sarah are you banging your husband every night, Sarah? Masturbating in the morning and second night. Listen, See, I don't know about the rest of you. If shit were like two minutes, maybe I would be a down for it every single night. But this is like verging on a third workout. I'm like, holy, you know, like, I'm not doing it every night. I got fucking, I don't need a third workout a day. So, okay. Yeah. And then oh, it's if it's like every day, it's like, it's like brushing your teeth. It's not, it doesn't have the same excitement. Because but it can't be, can't be too long though. You gotta like, yeah, I would say it becomes a chore at a certain yes, point. Right? Yes, yes. All right, okay. Wait, wait, you Grant, showed me. Banging your girlfriend, Grant. No, I'm not showing anybody. <laughs> I'm just saying what's right for me, you know? Grant, That's how good. many times are, uh, a week are you? Uh... I'm a virgin, dog. What are you talking about? <laughs> normally, normally, whenever whenever somebody asks me to do a live interview, I usually, you know, tell my parents, "Hey, you know, I'm going to do this interview. If you want to watch, I'm so glad I didn't tell them this time. I had a feeling, hey, you're not going, you're going to want your parents to sit out of this one, mom. If you're watching, do you think your parents don't want you to have sex? Your parents want you to. They probably want grandkids. Yeah, they don't want to hear about it. 
Yeah, they do. I mean, at least at least they'll know someone in the family is getting laid. Uh, God, your, your parents are slut shaming you, Grant. Don Fry, how many times are you banging your girl per week? Yeah, I crippled the bitch, man. Um, <laughs> I, I cracked her rib. I crack her rib time. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, you're that crippling bitches, really? Crip- Sarah, have you ever had someone cripple you during sex? <laughs> no, I got. Uh, I'm a little bit hardier than most. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't think you can cripple Sarah, Don. I don't care. I mean, Sarah's even seeing her. She got fucking ten pack. I mean, she's fucking Jack. She doesn't even work out. Her muscles are big. I mean, Don, you wouldn't last around, Sarah McMahon. That'd be a way to go, right? <laughs> <laughs> good answer. It's a good way to go out. I want to die. I want to die. Death by Shushu. Futurama. Well, Tyler, you're masturbating. You live with your girl now. You're masturbating still or no? I do not live with my girl. We are quarantined separate. So I'm a, I'm a one a day guy. I'm just, it's gotta, you know, it's gotta get done. The pipes yes, maintenance. So yeah, see how much testosterone I have going on though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you're, also a a going. you're also a caveman. <laughs> you're also fucking Nathan the caveman. Okay. Yeah. And you left MMA because it wasn't violent enough. So you could do bare knuckle boxing. You're a fucking weirdo, man. That's semi-true, actually, because my last fight was super fucking boring, and I, I did not enjoy it. So you're like, fuck there it. Bare knuckle boxing is the way to go. Well, you can only fall down or knock someone out, so sounds fun. Do you train with uh, Dakota Cochran? I haven't, but um, he's awesome, dude. Yeah. I've seen him knock. Yeah. He's knocked some people the fuck out, dude. He's he's brutal. He's awesome. He's I mean, I'll be his ass, like, but he was a solid MMA fighter, you know. And then uh, and then he went into bare knuckle boxing, and he's fucking wrecking everybody. Dude, uh, yeah, it's pretty awesome to see, man. He's a good dude in person too. Like uh, from every encounter that I've ever had with him, like he's just a good human being. Yeah, I think some people just find that they're like they're like niche, you know. Um, yeah, Sarah, I honestly think you could become champion. I honestly think that, uh, like, you're a fight away from the title shot, you know? Yeah, but I got to I gotta do it in an exciting way. Like, it, I have to finish people. I mean, it's just there's no other way around it. But sometimes you'll be on top of them, and you'll throw 900 punches trying to get the ref to stop it. Do you think sometimes you're better off throwing half as many but harder? Um, I don't know. Um, I'm just – up there trying to finish the fight like it's not like i i don't think that the ones that i'm throwing are not hard yeah that's true I'm sure. I would, <laughs> I would, I would, yeah, I would, let her get on top of you adam fuck, well yeah I mean, <laughs> on, well that i would do just i'd, I'd be hard okay but i'm just saying sarah sarah couldn't handle me uh yeah right everybody uh, believes that <laughs> yeah. yeah fuck that i like sarah's husband by the way is like like a tall black belt in jiu-jitsu and he's like the nicest guy, but he's one of those like silent but deadly guys, like very unassuming. But he's the guy that like fucks your wife when you're not looking. Like he's like that. He's <laughs> that like really good listener guy, you know that guy who's just like a like a real sweet guy that you got to watch out. Not that he's trying to fuck anyone's wife except for Sarah. Am I right though? He seems like a unassuming yeah, player. No, so he is like I think that <laughs> because he he's just like a happy go lucky guy. He's super mellow, but. He has, like, I mean, he has a switch, you know? Like, I think that most guys, 
probably have a switch, but you know, he, he just, he comes from the South. He's a little bit more of a country boy than, you know, and so he'll do what needs to be done. But I mean, like before that, he's not, he's just not tripping out on everybody and trying to like go around and, you know, peacock and everything. He's just a, a good dude. But you know, if you, if you cross him, then you're going to, you're going to, you know, pay the price. So it's, yeah. it's good. I, I like that. I don't want somebody that's going out trying to like, you know, show off and pr- show everybody whatever. Someone who's just a regular person. Yeah. No, I like the guy. He's, he, unlike fucking this panel. Um, listen. <laughs> I bet you they're the same way. I bet you they're freaking cool as hell, fun they to are. hang out with. But man, you cross them and they're just not going to back down. No, these are three badasses that fucking. Yeah, love. absolutely. I mean, I remember Grant coming up to me. He was 14 years old. And he's like, I'm going to make it to the UFC one day. I'm like, sure you are, kid. And then here he is. Fucking, it was it's so nice. It's so nice to see. Uh, and then Don Fry, fucking the legend, the man, the myth, the legend. And then fucking the caveman, Dave Rickles. Who would have thought, man? Fucking just a good crew. Good, good crew. Listen, Sarah, stay safe. Uh, caveman, thank you. Thank you, Fry. Uh, oh, uh, tomorrow night, I got a show online. I'll send you guys the link if you want to see it. Uh, it should be fun if you guys are bored tomorrow yeah, night. Sure. Fucking, I'm sorry. So, uh, Always you. on. It's always fun. Um, oh, thanks. Appreciate that, man. Uh, it's always can fun. I win I a bottle of wine? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, 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 absolutely. Wine, yeah, no, we gave, we gave it all the wine. This actual comedy show. But, <laughs> but thank all of you guys. Uh, stay safe and God bless you guys. Take care, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.